The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the College Football Experience. Get ready for the college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. Howdy ho, DeGenerinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Episode 193 has to be dedicated to one of our dads here at SGPN. Crame Dog, Kramer, Ryan Kramer's uh, having a uh, monumental, historic, something like that, birthday today. So happy birthday to Kramer. Happy birthday to everyone else in the whole world, even if it's not your birthday. Uh, thank you for coming to the podcast. Number one in your hearts, the MMA Gambling Podcast. I will be one of your hosts who has, uh, along with my co-host, has very recently been called a clown on uh, online. So apparently, I think they meant that as an insult, but it's a compliment to me because I, I want to be a clown. So I will be the head clown around here, Jeff Chalks Fox. Thank you for coming to the show. This is one of our famous No UFC, No Problem episodes that we're going to have in, coming in your ears. Actually, three straight because technically the one on Sunday isn't UFC either. So um, UFC has actually gone dark this week. Uh, first time in a long time. They don't take too many weeks off, which it's kind of nice for um, a guy who has to write and edit nonstop. UFC stuff I kind of have a a easier week this week so that part of it is nice but um we won't let you guys down we are here guys and gals down we are here to be clowns and to uh, give you picks we're going to give you this episode will be LFA picks there's some high level regional action this week so this episode LFA tomorrow will be CFFC and some other promotion Titan Titan FC. So we're going to give you a picks for all of those. This episode originally was going to be a Dana White Contender Series recap, but um, there's a few reasons not to do that. First of all, Contender Series is making my co-host really sad this year, and uh, I don't like that. I don't want my co-host to be sad. It's making him make him feel bad about himself, even though he's putting in all the work and doing great, great analysis. A bunch of people are tombstoning each other and having shoulders pop out. A lot of nonsense is happening on Contender Series. Um, plus, as the great american poet andre 3000 says or said spaceships don't come equipped with rear view mirrors and neither does our podcast we're not looking back we're looking forward and and thirdly the only way that we're going to get gumby out of his mini slump is to have him keep picking fights so we're going to have him pick some regional action uh, as i told you he's very good at that um or at least he was very good at that hopefully this uh, contender series thing hasn't destroyed his psyche I, I don't think it has he's a strong man everyone still loves the gumby let's bring him in and see how he's doing. It's Daniel Gumby Reeland. Hello. So, so, so much to work with there. That was, there is, that was one of your old school long intros, which I, I appreciate. Yep, long ones. Uh, I also just, yeah, I want to, I want to touch back on something on the contender series real quick, despite the fact I did tell you uh, in our, our six hour long pre-production meeting that we would not be talking about contender series <laughs> in uh, my weakness uh, lately, but I don't know if you saw um, some of the people who, uh, including, uh, uh, Miran Gogoladze himself uh, all shared around a video that his shoulder did not come out during the slam. Have, have no. you seen this? No, no, he, I when didn't. He, no. he had like a what's called a shoulder pin sweep set up 
um, where he was yes. clutching over the top of the shoulder and framing against his face. And uh, when he went to go move it, his shoulder just comes clean out. So, like, the slam all wound up being, like, like when he finally decided to tap. But, like, Darius Flowers did not dislocate his shoulder. He, like, ripped hard enough on Darius Flowers' shoulder to dislocate it himself. Which, it's wild for two reasons. Number one, like, that's where my luck is right now. Uh, A guy who I was pretty sure was going to win, you know, lost via dislocating his own shoulder. But then here's the other thing. How is Darius Flowers getting a contract after that fight? (laughs) Yep. He got a contract, and good old DC had him ranked number two in his power rankings at one point. Yeah, that was also wild. Can we just have Laura do that? Why? Like... Well, that's that's for sure. Like, Laura Sanko should be doing that. But also, here's here's the other thing I have to say. And it's I'm not saying it's gotten me down on Contender Series lately, but it's like it's definitely soured my thoughts on it. Just a, the littlest, tiniest of bits is it seems like we've gone completely out the window with talking about whether or not somebody's actually good. You know what I mean? Like, we just talk yeah. about whether or not the finish was spectacular or if they were really going for it. Right. Like those, that's the narrative, but we don't yeah. talk about whether or not like they're good at fighting uh, because, you know, like and maybe Darius Flowers is good at fighting, but no part of what you watched of him on Tuesday would be conducive to you knowing that. No, I was thinking how good Gogo Plazzi look. I was just about to type it into the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. I was just about to type it. I'm like, Oh, he just tapped out. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, he's got like an inverted triangle going on and like setting shit up. He he looked great in that fight. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Enough about that. Let's talk about LFA. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we don't have to actually talk about your picks. We can talk about actually how how the people looked on the show. Were you impressed with anyone on the show? Not really. I mean, like, you know, I I will say, uh, what's his name? Um, The kid looked good. Cameron Cameron Simon. Yeah. 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 But I'll say this, though, too, though. If if we were talking about guys who are, like, ready and guys who aren't ready, right? I I thought he was getting beat up in round one, right? Like, I'm pretty sure I gave gave round one to uh, Wang Kim. And then I was like, oh, Wang Kim really slowed and, and Simon took over in the second and third round. He's a guy with, like, five pro fights and, like, looked like he needed his opponent to tire out a little bit. He's only 21. Like, you know, like, I know Dana White's using the, uh, you know, developmental contracts in a way to just, like, lock guys up that he doesn't want to put on the main roster yet. But, like, there's a guy who could probably use, like, a couple of fights in LFA before he fought in the UFC. Like, like, and that, that was mostly my thought is that, like, yeah, a lot of these people just aren't ready. I would not, like, dude, I know she went for it, but Denise Gomes does not belong in the UFC. No, <laughs> um, no, that, was, that was a bit of a sloppy fight. Yeah, and and I don't know, again, a weird news item. Did you hear what Hyen, uh Amanda said to Dana White after that fight? No. So apparently Dana White offered her her win bonus. Oh, okay. Uh, which is, nice. is I mean, it's, that's $5,000. I guess it's, it's nice when you're only making five to show. Um, and she told them no, but she would take a contract. Uh, and I, I which is a, a baller ass, like, yep. I mean, like saying no to the bonus, like is a risk, right? Because you're, you're fighting for regional level money. Five and five is like, you know, like you, you'll see plenty of guys fighting on this LFA card that we're about to talk about not making five and five. So for her to turn down no, the five, no, no, no. Her, her, her to turn down the five win bonus, that that's a bold ass move. 
not the smartest of moves. Um, I actually just posted recent LFA um, purses on, on my MMA state, moneymma.substack.com. I think the top person was making 1700 and 1700 so they made like 3400 tops. So, yeah, 5000 is a huge payday for, for these people, sad to say. Do you remember who was main eventing that one? Because I do know LFA pays some guys a little bit better. Like some guys who have been with them for a while. Like- it wasn't. Yeah, it was one in California. It wasn't a championship one or anything like that. So I don't think it was. It was no names that jumped off the screen at me, at least. So. Okay. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. Then. Yeah. Right, yeah. 1700 is yeah. still pretty low. But I, I imagine like we're going to talk about uh, in a bit like Carlos Moda, I'm guessing, is making more than that. Yeah, you'd hope. You know, but probably not five and five. You usually you really don't see that too often on the regional scene. It was Javier Garcia made the most on this uh, LFA one. And he was 1650 in 1650. He got so, yeah, he didn't even headline. So it was Gibson and versus Emil headlined and they made 1500 to show 1500 win. Hmm. So, yeah, not much money is what we're getting at. Um, maybe to close the contender series talk, I it's the the inconsistency which is dana white is an inconsistent guy so it's not really he's uh, not really a, a surprise there he's he's a bit of a um rash you know um la- split second decision and change your mind that type of thing type of guy um but there's no consistency consistency on who gets a contract and who doesn't week by week so it's really depends what mood you catch him in yeah that that's pretty clear and, and i will say yeah. like you know, like, big finishes are important, but, like, there, there's been guys with, like, fluky finishes before who don't get contracts, and uh, this time we just we just saw that. So, uh, weirdness. But, yes. a- anyway, um, yeah, it was a weird one. On to next week and on yep. to LFA. Anyway, yeah, on to LFA. First, I'm going to tell you about a couple of our lovely sponsors that are on board to keep the lights on here at the MMA Gambling Podcast. Multiple studios, north and less north. I wouldn't call you South, but we'll, we'll call you less North, Dan. Okay. <laughs> I like that. All right. WinBet. Let's talk about WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now's the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out Win. The reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get 100% deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks. Win also just released their first QB with five touchdowns prop bets. Who's going to, you already told us who that's going to be, Dan. It's going to be Dakota Rain Prescott. <laughs> there you go. Full, full <laughs> name. There's so much to choose from. And all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. So they know we, that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. The claim your project to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now I'm going to tell you about Oz Tracker. What is Oz Tracker, you may ask? Oz Tracker is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep record of all your games and betting activity. So go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. And we are brought to you by Run Your Pool. RYP in the house. Run Your Pool is the home of competition. All capitalized home of competition. Bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We as in SGPN, have teamed up with RYP to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. Here's what you get if you win. Hopefully you win. $500 cash straight out of Gumby's pay, plus $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store to the winner. 
you haven't checked out the store, it is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store. There's a whole bunch of swag there for basically every podcast that we have on here, including ours, of course. We have our generic MMA gambling podcast gear in there, plus a very special Gumby um, t-shirt, which I think has angered the MMA gods and jinxed him and put him under a horrible curse that we're going to break with this episode. So that's it. 500 bucks cash plus $250 gift card if you win our SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Here's what you do to get in the game. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. All right. LFA time. Um, since we're doing cards, we may have some new listeners who haven't listened to uh, one, one of our regional episodes before. Um, do you have any thoughts on betting regional fights uh, in regards to the lines or, or any any general rules or, or trends that you follow? Uh, so some of the things that I usually watch out for is, uh, and, and you won't see it so much on this LFA show, but you'll see it on some of the other shows, is just watch out for people who have uh, contender series or USC uh, level experience, because a lot of times their numbers will come in super inflated. And in like the, the organizations who have them largely, especially if it's LFA or CFFC or or Titan, like we're going to be talking about today, you know, this next couple of episodes. If it's these guys, they know who they're matching up with. They know the level of competition they're up against. So just like auto picking a guy because, you know, the name is sometimes really, really, really dangerous. So um, I always say watch out for that. And also just like even if you still do like the UFC guy, which we'll be talking about one, like I said, next episode, tomorrow's episode. Um, even if you like that person, just watch out for how high that line gets. Uh, because the name recognition, you know, they're not Conor McGregor, but their line is going to move in a similar way to Conor McGregor's in that like, the casual money will come in on the guy they've heard of. Right. Now, um, you, first of all, you got to think there's way less volume coming in on these type of fights. So, you know, a, a lines can probably get swung pretty pretty easily or much easier than, than UFC level fights. Um, also, the flip side, um, you can go against um, these guys with, quote unquote, uh, big big names on these cards, right? And, and bet the, if you think you're going to lose, you can get yourself a, a nice line on the other side. So yeah. CLV. Yeah, and there, there's there's some guys who, uh, you know, can give those guys runs for their money. But also, you know, like, they, they were in the UFC for a reason. So, you know, always tread tread lightly when just thinking about, like, you know, fading the guy. Because, hey, you know, like, we're, like I said, next episode we're going to talk about one of these guys I'm talking about. But, like, sometimes they get cut from the UFC not looking so good. They were still the best guy in the regional scene once upon a time. Right, right. All right, well, let's get into LFA 140, Mota versus Abuev. Abuev, is that right? A- Abuev. You always have to, a slight change you have to make to it, don't you? <laughs> I, I, uh, I heard your other co-hosts try to say Impa Kasang, Kasanganang on oh this week's man. episode, Dan, and you just it let is, it slide. It's really bad. <laughs> Everyone listen to Top Turtle MMA this week. It's it's a very good episode, Kasanga very good interviews. Kasanga Ganga? Yes, I think it's Kasanga Ganga Ganga. <laughs> Kasanga Ganga Ganga. Um, anyhow, uh LFA, let's get back to it. We're all over the place here. It's it's going down Friday, so we got some Friday action, which is always fun. Um, 9 p.m. Eastern, it is kicking off. UFC Fight Pass, it is on, which is always nice. It's taking place at the Four Bears Casino and Lodge. Ever been there, Dan? Uh, I have not. Nope. Ever been to Newtown, It's probably North better Dakota? than Twin. It's better. It's probably better than Twin River Casino, which we we trashed on in the past. <laughs> oh. We have, we have. So you've never been in North Dakota or South Dakota, perhaps? Either I don't, Dakotas? I don't think so. 
neither have I. Um, the enclosure, it says it's on a bridge over a shark infested uh, pond. Is that correct? That's the enclosure? I love it. I love it. No? Oh, it says cage. I'm sorry. Cage. I misread that. I was thinking of Fight Circus. Um, all right. We got eight bouts. We're going to break down, what, five um, on the card. We're going to start off with, nope, that's the dreaded DWCS tab. Here we go. We're going to start off with, as I scroll down on topology to find the one Dan wants to do, he wants to do a prelim fight. Middleweights, John Knutson versus Wes Schultz. How come we, we are starting with this one? Any particular reason? Um, yeah, it, I'm just going to tip my hand right off the bat here. I like this fight because it's supremely weird and I like a very yeah. large underdog in it. Uh, so I, I Let's roped it into, that. I roped it into the main card, whether or not it actually is or not. All right, let's do it. Uh, we're going to tell you about John Newtson first. He's 11 to six, four knockouts, four submissions been submitted one time. This is his LFA debut. He has gone win-loss, win-loss, win over his last one, two, three, four, five fights. He won his last fight via submission. He's not fought since March of 2013. <laughs> Hopefully Dan has some info on this after, after I'm done here. He's three and four over his last seven fights. He used to fight at welterweight, plus 300. Oh, there's a big dog right there. Um, oh, this guy's got my nickname, Wes Party Time Schultz. Uh, it's 2-0 and oh with one submission, 1-0 in LFA. Used to fight up at light heavyweight and heavyweight. He's seven years younger than Newtson, five inches of height on him. I don't think we ha I have reach info. A lot of the, a lot of these promotions don't have guys reach listed, unfortunately. Uh, minus 400 on him. So give us some background on, on why Newtson's been out for a decade almost. Yeah, so I had to do some digging for this because when I saw the name, I was like, that's weird. There's another guy named John Newtson because I actually remembered him from eight years ago. Uh, cause he fought Anthony Rocco Martin on the regional scene. He fought like Pablo Garza in Dakota Cochran. Like he fought like a whole bunch of guys we then saw in either the UFC or Bellator or in some of those guys cases, both like and was like competitive with some of them. And I was like, Oh, this is weird. There's another guy named John Newton. Uh, and I, then I looked and I was like, Oh, it's the same John Newton. How has he been gone for eight years? So uh, I went and looked, and it looks like right out of high school, Knudsen joined the military, and it looks like he may have been, like, deployed for a little bit after that and took some time to have what looks like he has 250 kids, maybe. Um, so like he, he took some time off, and uh, now he's coming back. I have no idea if he looks like himself. Knowing that he's one division up, I have to imagine – same version of himself and like kind of maybe some more muscle like the, the pictures i kind of creeped on through social media look like he's you know still in good shape and all that and while some of this is like i, I remember watching him fight and knowing he had, had like some pretty good wrestling and was pretty strong and you know like was you know competent enough on his feet i have seen schultz fight and schultz is like really sloppy um he i mean he's two and oh but mostly just by like muscling takedowns that like he didn't have good technique on and his opponents were way weaker than him. So I'm willing to take a stab on a guy with a massive layoff here as a fade of like this guy who they think is like a young gun here in Schultz and just hoping Newton is at least a shell of himself. Cause I think even if he was a shell of the person who fought Anthony Rocco Martin, I think he would still be good. Also worth noting real quick, eight year layoff, the guy's still only 33. It's not like he's ancient at this point. 
uh, Gumby is not gun shy. Um, he's coming right out with guns ablaze in here, uh, giving you a sizable dog to kick off the proceedings. Um, I'm going to tell you about some more of our sponsors. Sleeper. Let me tell you about Sleeper. Sleeper is a fast-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. We use it for ours here on SGPN, along with 4 million other users. Congratulations, Sleeper, on that. And now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. First in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere for two times over 20 times the money you put in. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. The reason we're all excited about Sleeper, or sorry, about the over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to write it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money on your mobile phone. Join or listen to the group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. And Sleeper will automatically match your first buzz up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Now on to Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they'll ever, they've, excuse me, they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. Trade Coffee sends you a freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters. Small businesses who pay farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. If all that sounds good to you, Here's something that'll make it sound even better. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. It's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP. Let Trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for 30 bucks off. All right, now we're jumping up to the card portion. Uh, Ray Waters versus Levon Lewis uh, is the next fight we will do. Um, Boom, boom, boom. What weight class are we talking here? We're talking welterweight for these gentlemen. And let's break down. Who should we break down first? Lewis. He is three and one. One knockout, one submission. He's been submitted one time. One and one in LFA. Lost his last fight. That was back in July of 2020. So he's been out of action for over two years now. Less than uh, Knudsen, but still. Uh, used to fight at lightweight. Used to fight at featherweight. Plus 325 is the number on him. Uh, oh, this guy's got my nickname too, Dan. Did you know Ray Waters' nickname? Uh, I don't off the top of my head. All day, comma, sweet baby. All, the all day, sweet baby? <laughs> all day, sweet baby. <laughs> He's 2-0, and oh, one knockout, one submission. 2-0 and oh in LFA. So both his fights were in LFA. Two inches of height on Lewis, minus 425 for all day, sweet baby. Yeah, I'm taking uh, all day, sweet baby here. Uh, the <laughs> Most of the reason why I wanted this one on our discussion was because he, he's great parlay material. Like, he, he's a great one to stick with somebody else that you like and, and make the odds just a little bit sweeter. He wrestled at Arizona State, um, and it's very clear that he wrestled at Arizona State. He's got a great double leg, superpower. Um, and, and, like, he just – he's not one of those wrestlers who's like, oh, I got to try out my hands. He, like, knows what he's good at, and he does it. And Lewis is a guy who just got uh, outgrappled by Jordan Levin. And like badly out wrestled and say what you want about Jordan Levitt's like jujitsu. His, his jujitsu is pretty good. His wrestling ain't all that great. And it's certainly not D one college level of Arizona state. So uh, yeah, I just expect waters to just absolutely pummel him here with uh, like a hundred takedowns. So throw it in a parlay. Hashtag, no, ha- hashtag yeah. throw it in a parlay. Throw it in a parlay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Wait, Ray, Ray waters. Let's move on to Ryan Lindinger versus uh, Bahatabole. 
Batibolati? Batibolati? I, I believe it. I believe it's Bacciabolace. Bacciabolace? Yeah. His last name. What's the first name though? Um. What's his first oh, name? Oh yeah. Bacciabole. Bacciabole. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I feel not like I'm saying it with an names. Italian accent. Am I, you am are. I saying it with an Italian accent despite the fact that I'm pretty sure he's Mongolian? <laughs> uh, yes, he says he's from China, but yeah, I think he may be Mongolian. You're right. Um, all right. Anyhow, Double B, we'll call him. Actually, he has a nickname. He's the Lion King. Um, he's up against Leninger. Let's tell you about the Lion King first. Bacciabolati, um, the Italian Mongolian. He's 5 1 and 1. <laughs> Three knockouts, one submission. Never been finished in a fight. 0 1 in LFA. He did lose his last fight. That was the LFA fight. He's taking this on short notice. Am I correct on that? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, because there's another guy uh, scheduled for this fight originally. So, um, all right. Short notice. Yeah, I think he just fought a couple months ago as well. Um, he's a regional champion or was a regional champion. What else? Uh, he's a year younger than Leininger, plus 160 on him. Leininger, 8-2, four knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out twice. So he's never gone the distance in all 10 of his fights. All one in LFA. He's won four straight fights. He's four inches taller than Bacciabalate. Minus 200 on him. Yeah, I, I just looked to see who uh, Lenninger was originally supposed to fight. And it was Leo Kuntz, uh, who historically uh, significantly was the guy who oh, lost yes. a fight that was fixed for him, him to win. <laughs> uh, which is Oh, really? I don't just, know that story. Yeah, he's the one who fought Taehyung Bang in um it, it was the UFC went to South Korea or something and Taehyung Bang I, I believe I'm remembering this right I believe it was Taehyung Bang I'm gonna feel bad if it wasn't now Taehyung Bang took a bribe from uh you know like the Yakuza or something like that or you know like some somebody uh to throw the fight but then accidentally won it <laughs> like he 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 got real panicked that like maybe people were on to the fact that he was going to throw it and then he just went out and beat him. So Leo Kunz uh, had a fight fixed for him and lost anyway. Uh, it was also hilarious uh, due to the two last names that they put on one of those little announcement posters and they put yep. it in the correct order uh, of Taehyung Bang fighting Leo Kunz. Uh, I won't, you guys can put that together. Anyway, on to Lenninger. Um, so Lenninger, I, I like in this fight, I'm going to take the favorite here. I don't get it, but um, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> the the little bit of delay we had in the our our uh, pause yes. is gonna make that even funnier in the long run. Um, so yeah. the the reason I like Lenninger here is that he he's really long, like he's got really long arms in like a really long long frame, especially for this division. Um, he's gonna be much taller than Bachpolate or Double B or Lion King or whatever you want to call him, and. If you watch Double B's last fight, he had trouble with a big lengthy striker. Literally, that like his last fight, he fought somebody who fought just like Lenninger, who pumped out a jab, worked his feints, and, and gave him trouble. So I, I think Lenninger is going to do the same thing. I think he's going to pick him apart from the outside. And the other thing you'll see about Lion King, too, that, that kind of makes him maybe a, a problem to fight against a guy like Lenninger is he just has trouble pulling the trigger a lot. He, he's very He's very hesitant. Um, and, and so if a guy faints in front of a hesitant guy all the time, he's, he's just going to consistently be backing up and get his self backed up against the cage against a much taller guy who's going to pick him apart. There you go. Yeah, the, the delays uh, making it lots of fun. I think my jokes aren't landing like like they usually don't land. And then all of a sudden I get a guffaw out of, <laughs> out of my co-host, so, which is fun. Um, all right. 
let's move on to the co-main event. It's actually listed as a co-main event, so I'm not just saying it. It is the co-main event, and it is at featherweight Mehran Santos versus Dwight Joseph. Um, boom, 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 boom. I'm going to tell you about Joseph first, I think. Nope. Mm, now, let's tell you about Santos first. His nickname is A Space Lenda. I have no idea what that means. Any idea, Dan? No. He's a Lenda. <laughs> No, come on, you're you're the uh, language guy. Uh, anyhow, you're the nickname guy too. Santos, 12 and one, seven knockouts. He's been knocked out once. 0-1 in LFA. He did lose his last fight. Used to fight at lightweight. He is also a pro grappler. He's 11 years younger than Joseph. Two inches higher than him. Four inches of reach. Minus 105. Joseph, 11 and two with one no contest. Four knockouts, two submissions. He's been submitted one time. He's one no in LFA. One no in the Contender Series. He won three straight fights. He's a regional champ, minus 125. And someone in our Discord actually was asking me if if I am going to pick Joseph. And I said, I'm just a setup man here. So it's up to Gumby. So we shall see if Gumby's picking Joseph right now. So first of all, Alenda in Portuguese means the legend. Uh, just for those of you who were wondering. It means the legend. Um, so oh, that's a good nickname. Good. Yeah, that's not a bad nickname. I approve. Um, and so I, I'm going to, yeah, and, and John, I believe it was John was all over toy Joseph early. I am also going to side with Joseph. I was hesitant to just throw that out there because I do know that, that Myron My Santos uh, or is, is pretty damn good. He's coming off of a loss to Dan Argueta, who you might remember from the Ultimate Fighter, the season that uh, Ricky Tercios won. Um, and he really got burned by Argueta's wrestling in that. Um, and I, from what I've seen from Dwight Joseph since he won on Contender Series, because that's another thing people forget. Dwight Joseph won on Contender Series. He beat Jay Perrin, who's now uh, 0-2 in the UFC, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is, you know, weird. And he's won two since then. Uh, so I don't know why he's here fighting in LFA still. But what I've seen from him is that he's using his wrestling a lot more, and he seems to know the moments to use it. And Santos you know, just freshly being burned by Dan Argueta's wrestling. And he really was burned by it. Like he lost, you know, every second he was in that fight with Argueta right up until, you know, Argueta pounded him out in, in round three. So like for 12 and a half minutes, he, he was just getting absolutely dominated in that fashion. I think Dwight Joseph does a similar thing here. I, I think he probably just, you know, wrestles and wrestles. And even if he doesn't, I, I kind of like him on the feet. So yeah, I'm going to go with, Dwight Joseph here. And, and what did you say was the odds on him? Is he actually a dog? Did you say? Yeah, uh, slight dog. Minus 125 versus minus 105. So, yeah, it's oh, basically not, pick him. Not bad, because when I originally saw him posted, he was like negative 130. So the money must be coming in on Santos or just like different books lined it vastly different. But originally I saw Joseph as a, uh, you know, not a not a big favorite, but a decent favorite. All right, so now it's the number's going to drop even even more. Actually, no, it's going to uh, skyrocket because everyone's going to follow Gumby's advice here. So, all right, before we jump in to the main event and uh, before we start moving some more lines, let me tell you about Babbel. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. I told you about my uh, struggling through high school French and Taking Spanish in university. Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Babbel's 15-minute, uh, Dan actually is going to learn Portuguese so he can start doing interviews uh, with people in Portuguese, right? Even though none of the listeners will understand what's being said, unless they're Portuguese. I mean, I guess I could, Obviously. I could just, I could just interpret for myself. Also, true. my, my favorite UFC quote of all time involves Portuguese. Did you know that? Which one? You're gonna die. It, no, it's, it, 
by Mourir. Uh, no, by the way, look at that translation. Um, no, it's uh, when when uh, Mike Goldberg said uh, he's talking to his corner in Portuguese. Uh, except for he said it about uh, Tanaka, which is clearly not fighting, <laughs> talking in Portuguese. Joe no. Rogan just calls him out. He goes, dude, it, I'm pretty sure it's Japanese. And he goes, oh, right. And he goes, dude, aren't you married to a Japanese chick? <laughs> oh, man, we miss that Rogan guy, don't we? Uh, I miss that Rogan guy, but I miss that Goldberg That's right. guy. right, he is too. That uh, Goldberg guy. <laughs> I think Goldberg, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh boy, Goldberg should have been using Babbel because Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. There's so many things, so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcast games, video stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new learning lang- uh, language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash SGP for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. And finally, we're brought to you by Elias. It's almost the start of the NFL season. And all we're firing on all cylinders here on SGPN. Everyone is very excited about NFL season coming around. And if you're into sports betting or fantasy, you need a competitive edge to win. That's why I highly recommend the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats. Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of U.S. pro sports leagues, including the NFL. Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias insights from the Elias Sports Bureau's research team. This app really is your one-stop source for player news and league-validated player stats and team records, expert game analysis for betting, building your fantasy team, impressing friends, all those important things. It's perfect for the preseason. You get player previews to help you draft a winning fantasy team and team to expect as the regular season kicks off. The Elias Insights helps me and all of you know that my game strategy is backed by numbers, not just my intuition, which is very important. So take my advice, download the Elias Game Plan app today with new features available all the time. Take your game to the next level. The NFL season is right around the corner, so don't wait. Find Elias Game Plan in the App Store or Play Store today. Okay, main event time for the LF, the vacant LFA flyweight championship. Who was the champion? Why is it vacated? Do you know that? Um, I don't. I know that about uh, our next vacated title that we'll talk about on next episode, but I will uh, get on it right now and tell you. You get on it? I'll get we'll on it. Be... Oh, no. I'll, I'll put the intern on it. Never mind. Never Please. Mind. We, we gotta, him, he's he's got to be doing something. Yep, it's true. All right. Intern's on that. Hopefully he's listening and getting on that. I'm going to tell you about the main event. For the, as I said, the vacant flyweight championship of LFA, Carlos Mota versus Rizvan Abuev. 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 Is that what you told me it was? Abuev. Okay. Anyhow, oh, his nickname's even even better than his last name. It's Kishnik. Kishnik? Kishnik? K-H-I-S-H-C-H-N-I-K. I don't know what it means. I think, actually, it's some sort of weapon. Does that sound right, Dan? I think it's, I thought his nickname was Predator. It could be a Predator, too. Who knows where I got this from? I might have made it up for all we know. Or maybe you're maybe you're spending too much time on that uh, terrible shirt. Uh, I, I'm gonna sure fun, fun fun fact. I actually had yep. to use I had to use Sure Dog 
dog recently. Uh, I'm, I'm not real happy about it. One of them was to <laughs> uh, determine if there was a second John Nutson and I was just losing my mind. Yep. Um, and then the other time, Tapology was down earlier today. So I used Sherdog oh twice, twice today and it hurt me to my core. I bet it did. <laughs> All right. Intern is on it. I'm going to tell you about Aboyev or Aboyev or A-B-U-E-V. I'm going to tell you about that guy. The Predator apparently his name is. He's 12 and 3. Nine knockouts, two submissions. One, he's been knocked out once, submitted once. So he's most of his fights do not go to the finish. Is what I'm trying to tell you. This is his LFA debut. He's won three straight fights, two straight via finish. He's a regional champion. Used to fight at up at bantamweight. 2012, he's been a pro MMA fighter since. He's got three. One ninety. Carlos Malta, Tizil, T I Z I L. I don't know what that means either, Dan. It's a type of bird, I believe. Usually, that's a good guess. I, I think we guess that often. That's a type of bird. He is seven and one with three knockouts. He's been knocked out one time. He's two and one in LFA. He won his last fight via TKO. He used to fight also at Bantamweight. Three years younger than his opponent here. Minus 240 is the number on that. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Carlos Moda in this one. I'm actually a big fan of Carlos Moda. And uh, I do have to tell you that this this, uh, belt became available when uh, Charles Johnson uh, moved to the UFC. Yes. Yeah, Charles Johnson was it. And before him, it was Victor Altamirano. You may also know oh, him. He's got a very good uh, history then. Legacy. And, be- and before him, it was Jimmy Flick. Uh, before before Jimmy Flick was Brandon Royval. Before Brandon Royval was Brandon Moreno. Before Brandon Moreno was Casey Kenny. Uh, so there you go. There's who has had this. Listen to this. Yeah, what a lineup, right? So uh, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and Carlos Moda... Uh, already was sort of on his path to being the champ. He he actually fought Charles Johnson for the title um, and lost in round five, a fight that I kind of think he was winning going into the fifth round uh, before he got knocked out. Um, you know, like, the reason I really like him here is Abuev, you know, while you might see the Russian name and get a little scared and think about picking the underdog, he's a guy who kind of relies on like high body lock takedowns and like trips and stuff like that. And like, Moda works kind of well in the clinch and he's got good distance control. He's a great kickboxer. Um, you know, like I've seen him crumple people with body kicks more than once. Um, you know, like, so he's got really powerful kicks. He works from the outside really well. We've seen him go, you know, 25 minutes and or almost 25 minutes and look pretty good doing it. So yeah, like I, I think Moda is the play here. I think this is a guy you see, on contender series in the pretty near future. Ah, so he's going to go to the contender series. I guess that's the uh, the path to the UFC now. So you're going Carlos Mota here. So you ended up with what? You started off with a big dog and then you went chalk the rest of the way, it looks like, right? Well, no, I, I wound up with the, we, we said Joseph wound up being a slight dog, right? Oh, yeah. uh, Joseph, no, I'm sorry. He, he's a slight favorite. He's minus 125 versus oh, okay. minus 105. So he's a slight gotcha. favorite, but it's basically a pick him. But all right, there you go. There you go, people. So make sure you tune into that and get in our Discord uh, while it's on Friday night. Uh, plus, the other two events we're going to be doing next episode are also Friday. So make sure you get in the Discord and have some fun with us breaking down the fights, talking about either how dumb people are being or, or, or how smart they're fighting. Either or. Hopefully smart. Hopefully they're fighting the way we want them to. Um, read, read all our stuff, sportsgamingpodcast.com. You can check us out on Twitter, SGPN MMA's main Twitter feed, or Jeff Fox writer for me and Gumby Vreeland for him. Uh, give us a re- review if you haven't already. Call us clowns if you want. Um, we are going to end of the month. We will be pick, randomly picking a review and giving you a $50 gift card to 
SGPN store so you can get yourself your MMA Gambling Podcast gear. I think that is all I have to say uh, until we meet again, which will be tomorrow already. We're going to be right back in your ears. Until next time, I will remain all day sweet baby, Jeff Fox. He will, he will remain, he being my co-host, Gumby Vreeland, and we'll talk to you on Thursday. Bye. <laughs>